Hi, and welcome to episode 50 of Tennis Volley Talk. Anyway, today what I'm going to be doing is uh, talking to uh, a uh, Tim Giacomelli. Uh Now, what he is a Minnesota guy, and he grew up in Minnesota, uh, and then bred here. Uh, and uh, he's going to talk about his tennis career, how he got started, and a little bit about that, how and what uh, got him to where he is today with being a sole owner of a, a dome bubble with four tennis courts uh, in it called Public Indoor Tennis. Uh, so uh, with this, that was an over-the-phone interview. I'll be pausing it and letting you know where I was in my career back in the day. And uh, so uh, without uh, any further ado, uh, here we go. And uh, we'll uh, go on with the interview. a very, very good uh, tennis match in its own right back in 1980. Uh, so that's when he started about uh, getting into tennis at the time. Me, I've been into tennis uh, by that time for quite a few years, uh, being getting into it in like uh, 60, around 68 or so, right in that area. Uh, so I had been in it for a good, uh, like a good uh, 10, 12 years uh, with uh, by the time that uh, Wimbledon final came around. Uh, but, uh, you know, it all starts for somebody somewhere uh, to be able to uh, 
to, you know, start and and go from there. And that's what gets them started and hooked up with uh, the sport of tennis. And so watching that game on TV and having a tennis court nearby, um, that got me out on the court. And the rest is history, I guess you could say. <laughs> sets in itself then too uh with that but uh so with that that kind of got you started within your tennis uh tennis uh, growing up years at the time uh and uh with that uh so did, i mean did you then kind of start going out and hitting with the with people that were at the court and then or did you take lessons or did it just kind of come natural because a lot of people that that even even uh, do tennis and, and teach tennis and all of that, it kind of comes a little natural for them, a little bit naturally for some others uh, like me, because I it was all self-learned for me when I grew up. And some people just have it naturally to just fall into it and went, wow, this timing, I don't mind. I can time it really good and hit the ball really good and be consistent with it. Right, right. I had a neighbor um, who uh, got into tennis uh, one year younger than me, and so we just would go out to the court and play play matches. That's pretty much all we did. We were kind of court rats out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's uh, I because I played hockey. Um, my my uh, backhand was naturally good. I was always my strongest shot, which is unusual in game of tennis. But um, you know, just you kind of got to have to brace yourself when. You know, in, in hockey, when you shoot a backhand, and um, so I kind of had that. The, the backhand came real naturally. Um, I struggled with the forehand for a lot of years, um, but now, yeah, with that, uh, yeah, it seems like the hockey players kind of tend to have that natural ability with uh, with the backhand whenever they start into tennis, uh, which I kind of envy because I never had the two hander. Uh, they have the two-hander because of the the hockey stick, so they have that that two-hander part of it. Me, I've always was a one-handed backhand. Uh, that's probably why it was always a harder shot for me to pick up. Forehand always was pretty good for me uh, with timing and everything like that. But uh, with with me, the backhand, you, you NBU hockey players that have a good backhand starting out. school and did you kind of say oh yeah I'm 
might as well get the tennis team a try. And then, you know, then you kind of got on there and you just, were you number number one on the high school team at the time? Or how did you, you go about uh, getting on the high school teams? Yeah, those are good questions. I know you, you uh, mentioned something about a backboard. I used to hit uh, balls against my tennis garage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and would go over the house and have to run over behind the house and pick up the ball and keep hitting against the director. But, um, so yeah, in high school, uh, as a sophomore, I was fourth singles. And then as a junior, I was first singles. And then um, uh, in my senior year, um, I won sections. And then uh, finished fourth place in the state. And this was in doubles. Oh, no. Okay. I'm a singles player, but from sections, I knew I didn't have any shot at singles, so I uh, played doubles. Yeah. And uh, you know, then had some success in doubles. Well, and that's always that's always a good, uh, at least having the expertise within one or the other, singles or doubles, you know, and that just made it fun with with knowing your partner and being able to play doubles too. Uh, I, I had a partner back in back in high school, and he was a lefty, so it was a lefty-righty combo, which was really good for me because they just couldn't handle the leftiness that he had. So, <laughs> for sure, yes, yes, that and everything. So, uh, as as really actually time time went on with you, uh, you know, out of high school and getting jobs and everything, did you did you go into the corporate world or did you kind of like tennis? Uh, that much that you kind of wanted to go into teaching with it or how did you, you what happened there as far as you know corporate or teaching tennis or or did it kind of combine to both as you worked uh, during that time well as far as that goes too with uh with the fact that uh you know working and having a job then after high school and going through a job and uh, then, uh, you know, having your tennis that you have and in, in to play during the weekends, I guess, mostly. Uh, but that's kind of the, what happened with me with getting the job and then also being able to play tennis uh, with myself uh, as far as playing with the people at the court whenever I could, uh, usually uh, during the weekend. Sometimes during the week, it'd be after, after I got off work or whatever the case. But uh, yeah, always kind of starts out that way with playing with the with the guys at the court, and then and then uh, you know seeing where where the tennis uh, uh, goes from there. But uh, yeah, having the job and and tennis uh, always was fun having the tennis uh, there to go look forward to after you uh, got finished working. Yeah, it was kind of a combination. I uh, went to the corporate world. I had a son right out of high school. Um, and then he started playing tennis, and it kind of got me back into it. I kind of, I kind of, I didn't vanish completely from tennis, but you know, didn't play a whole lot while you're trying to, you know, get a family started, and um, uh, you're trying to pay the rent, and you know, it was, it was a tough financial time. So um, anyway, I, I once and once my son got to maybe uh, seven, eight years old, got him out on the court, and then uh, you know, worked on you know, developing him. And, um, and then he also played basketball and um, baseball, and I coached him um, in those sports as well. And um, so the coaching, yeah, I just ended up coaching other sports. And, and then finally an opportunity came for me to coach high school tennis, and I was like, nah, this is my sweet spot, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know basketball, okay, and I know, you know, baseball pretty well, but tennis, nah, I, I can do this. I, I know that. 
Yeah, even with that, with the tennis part of it, uh, you know, in uh, having the aspect that it just feels more comfortable and then you feel uh, good that you know uh, the game and can walk in and then start teaching these the youngsters and and start showing them how to hit better. And, uh, and with that, just makes it so much more satisfying to be able to show people how to hit the ball. I like doing that myself with uh, the fact that uh, I, if I see somebody that just can't, that is hitting the ball okay, I just try to show them how to hit the ball better, which I, I like doing uh, with showing people how to hit the ball better too. I know this. <laughs> and then that's kind of, that's kind of the, the realm of, of then, oh, okay. Then, then, you know, getting into that, which was, which was, and now uh, how, I mean, how, how long did you then, did you always keep up with the teaching or did it just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of every once in a while, just uh, teaching groups or individuals at the time when you started? Yeah, I never was, you know, a certified pro. I, I you know, I taught my, my own kids and then uh, I was offered the high school coaching job at Centennial High School. Um, so I was the head coach there for eight years and, you know, just the prior, prior teaching experience in, you know, baseball, basketball, and I was a sports, uh, I guess you call a sports addict, you know, for a while, so I watched a lot of sports on TV, so very competitive, and um, so yeah, it just kind of, I, I didn't really, like, you know, do the typical tennis pro work where you're doing groups and privates and that type of thing, it was more, everything was kind of geared towards uh, high school tennis and you know, developing the players on my team. Oh, sure, absolutely, and then, and then, and then, eventually, with that kind of teaching within high school, and then after that part of it, uh, you know, you kind of started thinking a little bit bigger with the tennis realm because because you yourself, you kind of, and, and a lot of us on this side of town, uh, were you know kind of familiar with uh, a place called uh, Golf Golf Dome. Uh, which was located in, uh, you know, uh, Spring Lake Park. Uh, but, you know, it was a golf dome and not a tennis dome. And then it was like, what? where's some tennis courts close around here? But then that golf dome closed. But then you then uh, started thinking about, that might be an opportunity to get something over on this side of town uh, with tennis uh, inside. Uh, during the winter, which we all need during the winter, you know that. Mm, yes, definitely. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of my dream to own my own business, and uh, 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 tennis was my my um, uh, the love of my um, sports world, and so um, I was you know searching out different places to potentially uh, build a, uh, a public indoor tennis facility where you wouldn't have to pay for membership fees, that type of thing. And I just thought the status quo wasn't where it should be. We needed to have you know places where you didn't have to buy a health club membership uh, to then pay for your tennis on top of it. So I wanted to create a facility where you could play tennis and just pay when you play. You didn't have to buy any expensive membership fees. So, um, Which was really nice in itself with having that uh, court uh, those courts there, four courts uh, with the public indoor tennis, and it's a, still a bubble yet, but four courts there. 
but yeah, that does make it nice that you don't have the spending of a club membership and then have to pay for your tennis to play. Uh, you, they have openings. You find the openings that you can go into and get. And uh, then with that, you just pay for the time you go and play tennis. And that's how it works, which is really good in itself because it just makes it so much nicer that you can do that and just play for the time that you pay for the time that you're playing, uh, that you chose the time to play. So uh, anyways, this uh, uh, facility came open and we were blessed and got a good deal on it. And um, we've been in business now for is our 17. Oh, wow. That, that, is, that is amazing in itself uh, with, with that, uh, you know, as, as far as uh, uh, going that way with, when you had said how long, how many years is it now then? A little bit of technical difficulty on this one here, uh, phone line dropped, but I got him back uh, with, with, uh, with that, called yeah. him back. So a little bit of a lull here. Sorry about that. So, so yeah, with that too, it was it was very good to hear of how he got into investing or not investing, but looking into that to find a place to be able for us on our side of town to play though too, which was which was really good in in the respect that uh, he had in in doing that. Also, oh, oh, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how how you've been in how how many years now with the uh, now uh, being associated now opening up with your own business being the public indoor tennis then right? Yeah. And how many years has it been now? So yeah, we opened in November 2007, so okay. it's uh, uh, 16 full years, and now we're on our, our 17th winter right now. Well, that is amazing, and I, well, gosh, I must, well, gosh, I've known you that long, I can't believe that, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was a little more time than that, oh my gosh, how time flies, I guess, when you're having fun, huh? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> for sure, yeah, so, and then, and then with that, too, uh, as far as uh, the aspect of uh, the, um, it, you know, with, with with that, I mean, was it just kind of the fact that you were, and I, and I know that the cost efficient with that at first is really crazy in itself, but, you know, luckily you probably had investors that kind of said, hey, that is a good idea, so we should. And then that kind of is how it kind of got started and then kind of improved from there because this facility here on this side of town is, is really one of the better facilities for inside tennis during the winter uh, that, I've, that I've discovered myself. Yeah, no, I, you know, it was, um, I, I talked to different investors and um, as, it, as it turned out, I was able to uh, uh, put 100% of the equity in my home um, and then some money I had saved away and, and was able to do it all by myself. So I'm a sole, sole owner. Oh, that is amazing. And that's really good to be a sole owner like that because you have to say in what you, what you can and want to do then with it too. Uh, yes. You know, and, and, and then how it started and, and stuff. But but that, that 
that is an amazing, amazing story too, to, to have, uh, that aspect and, and going from the tennis beginnings that you did and had, and then, and then thinking about, well, this, this has to be a better way to have something like that for the tennis players out there. And then, and then to be able to get in there and do that, uh, as well, uh, with that. So that, that is just an amazing story and great story all together with some tennis beginnings and, and how you got started, uh, with, uh, with the tennis realm of your life there too. And, uh, you just have that passion. I still have the passion too, uh, even though I may not play as good as I used to, but I think I can, but <laughs> of course everybody our age thinks we can play better too. Exactly. Yes, for sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I, I do appreciate it. This this actually is my 50th episode, uh, two more, and I've been doing it a year uh, with Tennis Volley Talk. So, um, you know, I do appreciate uh, the time that you took out of your schedule to be able to talk to me today uh, and, and be involved and have some some way in letting people and, show, and, and t telling the people your story of, of how that all began with you and, and opening the club and having this ex uh, successful club uh, now of public indoor tennis. So, uh, Tim, I really do appreciate you being on uh, Tennis Volley Talk with me today, too. No, thank you, Brian, and the best of luck on your endeavor, and congrats on the 50th episode. Well, I do thank you so much, and uh, you have a great day, and keep on, keep on hitting that ball. <laughs> thank you. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Well, that was it, uh, the phone interview. So uh, in a little bit, I'll just let you listen to, uh, you know, what happened and uh, on on this uh, episode and then uh, get to racket of the day uh, and uh, take it from there. So uh, thank you and uh, everybody have a nice week. So anyway, that was it uh, with the, uh, with that. And uh, so, yeah, I hope you like that. And it's uh, always, uh, it's always nice to, to know that, but now uh, today with this, I do have the racket of the day uh, here, and if I can find it, I hope I can. Uh, so yeah, this is actually uh, an AG Spalding racket, uh, which is still in very good shape. Uh, and you know, with AG Spalding, you know, he founded it was founded uh, back in 1876 uh, by Albert Spalding. Uh, which was a pitcher and uh, manager of an early professional baseball team of all things called the Boston White Stockings back in the, back in the day. Uh, now, they really actually, they kind of standardized uh, the early baseballs and developed the modern uh, baseball bat too, a derivation uh, of, of the cricket uh, bat. So then that's kind of where the baseball bat came into existence for that uh, with this. Uh, and then, uh, of course, then they manufactured baseballs uh, and then uh, footballs and basketballs, uh, volleyballs, soccer balls, and a wide range of athletic equipment, too, uh, with that. Uh, and 
clothing like such as baseball jerseys and pants and uh, also uh, baseball gloves with that too. But now with this, this is actually the, the racket here today. It's a Spalding uh, racket. And I like the, the color of the wood and, and the colors of it though too with the maroon tape around here and uh, the, the red there and it, the AG Spalding uh, logo right there. Now this is a Spalding Arrow uh bc racket uh is what it is and an arrow racket was one of the one of the the brand names of the rackets that they had back in the day uh as far as the uh the racket and i like the the different color of the wood and the shaft of it too uh of this uh the brown uh kind of the color of the wood there and then of course the wooden handle <clears throat> that you have with that too now with this too uh, the racket here is, uh, uh, let's see, always got to keep it, uh, keep it in a press uh, to keep it straight and uh, not warp or anything of that nature for a racket. So with that too, uh, it is uh, very nice to, you know, still in very good condition too. And with this racket, now actually the racket itself then is patent date uh, October 30th, 1923 is what this racket is. So this racket is a little over a hundred years old, which is one of the older rackets that I have too. So yeah, somewhere along the way in the early 1900s uh, is whenever uh, Spalding started making the tennis rackets. It could have been uh, before 1900. But, uh, you know, they started making the, uh, doing the rackets and making the rackets, selling the rackets out of the sporting goods stores uh, that they had uh, within the Chicago area and the Midwest back in the day. But I do like the colors of the racket, very good uh, colors and the gold lettering uh, right there, Spalding uh, uh, there uh, with that, the, the Spalding Arrow uh, BC uh, racket and the gold letters and the and the and the red, uh, the color of the maroon color that it has uh, there with that. So it's a very good, very nice racket. So with that too, all of you podcasters, if you want to see what uh, I was talking about with the racket of the day, be sure and go to my uh, YouTube uh, tennis volley talk and take a look at what I'm talking about. Now you podcasters and also you uh, uh, podcasters, you can also subscribe and like and make a comment if you do want to. Uh, and then uh, you uh, YouTubers, uh, you're seeing what I was talking about with the racket of the day. And I hope that you did like the phone interview with Tim. Uh, and uh, I, along with that to uh, subscribe, like, and uh, make a comment of what you like doing. If you like the phone interviews, if you like the racket of the day, just let me know that. So with that, in mind, uh, just uh, I I do hope uh, with everything with with the YouTubers and the podcasters both do like the racket of the day, and the, I hope you do subscribe, like, and uh, make a comment on that. So, with that in mind, I I do thank you very much for watching and letting me come into your home for episode number fifty uh, for my tennis uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, podcast uh, tennis of volley talk and uh, everybody keep on playing out there uh, and hope you have a very good week in uh, playing uh, tennis 
And thank you very much and have a good week.